0: us this August. My name is Grace. I'm here with two co-hosts. First, I'll introduce Marissa Garza. Marissa, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited. We're going to talk about oh. baseball shows. Baseball? Yeah. Yeah. In the summer, who'd have thunk? I know. Uh, and also uh, joined here by uh, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I just uh, cried in baseball. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're not crying during every single baseball game are you even doing it right that's the real question
0: listen there's a lot of baseball this season they play a lot of games i don't know if i would have enough tears to cry for every single game and i love
1: oh i have enough tears i promise you that i promise (laughs) you that i'm really excited to cover a league of their own the uh, amazon series amazon prime i'm so excited it's gonna
0: be good um you and i this is not the first time we're on a podcast talking about a league of their own no uh, so you no. And I, yeah uh, you had me on for uh uh what did, uh well what was the name Mayball. of the ball Mayball. Mayball.
1: mayball yeah grace this was your piece of art and you're not uh, even remembering it it's sticking with me because yeah. the thing is grace is that you are very witty Thank and you. although i try to be never as witty as you so you came up with mayball where we had and this is over at shit 90 shows Tommy. Yes. me yes. we had a baseball themed month we covered the sand lot Um, and a league of their own and there is no mystery which baseball movie i enjoy more um (sighs) and of course it's a league of their own and we had a great time covering it over on shit 90 shows tommy i thought that um we had a great time so i'm really excited to cover this movie with you again we love it so much and the show
0: um, yes. And I, I'm not sure when this uh, came over. I think at one point we were talking, I think it was probably somebody posted the trailer or news about uh, a League of Their Own the TV show coming. Uh, and I saw that you were extremely excited about this uh, show coming. Uh, what's your history with the League of the Own, Marissa?
2: my history with well league of their own in my house my nuclear family house is not called league of their own it's called girls play baseball okay Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because uh my sister and i are eight years apart and so we had to find Mm. like things to you know bond on and this was one of those things this movie was one of those things she's really into um softball and baseball and my dad um learned English by watching the Cubs. So uh, baseball has always been a big part of my life. Seriously, my dad, I think, knows like ERAs from times that I wasn't even born in. I don't know how he remembers these statistics, but he's one of the statistics sides of baseball um, people. And then I, in college, uh, studied baseball as a way to study history. So um, I looked at baseball through the, the lens of race, through the lens of gender, through the lens of um, economics, all of that stuff. So, baseball has always been an interesting topic for me. And so, I was excited that there's a show about girls play baseball that I
0: could talk about with my friends. It was a good time. Let's rename it Girls Play Baseball. That's so much better. <laughs> um, this will not be the only um, baseball pod coming out in the feed today. There'll also be uh, the top 10 baseball movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I will not spoil where a league of their own. Um, mm-hmm. Places. But um, uh, yeah, um, the TV show. I mean, I I was extremely excited when I saw uh, this news. A League of Their Own is, you know, it's up there. It's probably in my like top three favorite movies, I think. Uh, I could watch this movie over and over again. I watched it again today and it's, I just, I just love it so much. Like pretty much everything uh, about it, uh, except for the things that they omit, I guess, uh, is the one thing I like, don't love. But the most, part, for the most part, it's just so fun and uh i'm was extremely excited by the idea that like uh, uh abby jacobson um from broad city um executive producer along with will graham who uh did another amazon uh, prime show called mozart in the jungle which i think was like incredibly highly acclaimed yeah um and so the two of them are teaming up uh to play, but also like you know this cast is uh, uh shantae adams darcy uh, cardin Darcy from uh, the good place um uh, I'm I'm incredibly uh, excited about this this show coming. Um, I'm excited that we'll be covering it here on Posture Recaps.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I first heard about it when we actually did cover A League of Their Own. And ever since then, it's always been top of mind. I'm really excited. I've loved this movie since I was a kid. Uh, we also were kind of a baseball family. My dad worked for the new york yankees for more than 30 years as a radio producer uh so we always liked baseball we're also a tom hanks family and a madonna family Mm -hmm. so this was definitely the movie for me back in the day um just such a feel-good movie probably one of my top 10 favorite movies
0: yeah, Merce. Uh, uh, what got you? I know we talked about it on the Discord, but what like yeah, what what got you excited about this the the TV show?
2: Oh, I think just like the story of girls and girls playing baseball is always like an interesting story. Um, but there also was a lot of intrigue in terms of how the. <laughs> The show was announced, too. Like, it was like, hey, we're going to have this League of Their Own show. Cool. Okay. And these people are going to be in it. Cool. Well, when's it coming? When's it coming? So there was also the anticipation around that. Like, we, I don't think we got a release date until a month or so ago. Come so on, Dad, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't that um, long ago. And so um, it just seemed like a show like that is either going to be really good or really
0: bad. And I wanted to find out. <laughs> so
2: we'll see yeah, how it I'm- goes.
0: I mean, for as much as I am so excited for the TV show, I am also incredibly nervous in terms of I, I I think that like um, you know, seeing that it's Abby Jacobson, seeing that it's Will Graham, um, gives me some hope that it will be, uh, done well. I think there's like obviously big critiques that people can make about a League of Their Own, um, that I think the show is going to try and make sure that they address. Uh, notoriously, like there is one scene um that has black people in in mm-hmm. the original movie um in which she like throws a baseball and it's like supposed to be this like cute nod at the time and very much now you're like oh that's that feels bad that feels like uh you know wrong they don't even, she did the woman who throws a baseball doesn't even say a single line in the movie no, she's just like no it's like way. like Yep, and nods, and you're like, that's not great. Um, and uh, uh I actually interviewed uh, somebody for the Offspeed Podcast, who's a couple, Brittany De La Creta, who did this whole article about the queer history of the All Americans Girls Professional Baseball League. There was recently a movie that came out on Netflix, it was also about these like uh, two um, uh, women baseball players who were like, been married together you know legally married whatever mm. you know whatever for like many years uh i can't remember if both of them or one of them played in the in the in um the it's a little bit of a wordy title we should tell them <laughs> yeah uh, i think they do change the name of the league like in real life like a million times um but this uh, league ha- also has like a very big like queer history that is also ignored uh you know in a 1992 film as just to like kind of be expected but at the same time it's like yeah if you're going to recreate this thing um, I think like touching on some of those topics uh, makes a lot of sense
2: and I think it's important to notice that like when the show is coming out like right now what's going on with all of these communities we just talked about I think it's like showing that baseball something that is considered as American as baseball can be shared Mm -hmm. by all of the groups I think is an interesting timing correlation between the show and the world we're living in at this moment in time.
0: Yeah. Um, I, as somebody who like, you know, when I transitioned, I was very, you know, this is a weird thing, but like worried that I was going to lose baseball as part of my identity, I think was like a thing I worried about. And, um, I feel like this movie, um, I certainly like seen it a bunch of times. I feel like this movie was on TBS all the time, um, it was. which is funny. Cause like, it feels like there are a bunch of movies that were on TBS all, all the time. It's How can the they play so five many movies, movies right? at the same time? <laughs> yeah. um, but this movie was on all the time and I watched it so many times, but I think after I came out, it was like, it also holds this like special uh, uh, place in my heart. Um, not just because like, I mean, there's the, like the obvious thing of like, yeah, it's like a really emotional uh, film. that's like very empowering, uh, like women's empowerment. Um, and, but also just like gosh, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, this cast is amazing. This is like oh. uh like Gina oh, yeah. Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, Tom Hanks, obviously. Uh even Bill like Pullman. End, yeah, Bill, Bill Pullman, Pullman shows up. And he's like, Hey, I'm in this. Movie. John Lovitz? Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get to John Lovitz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> See, I keep talking- uh that's fine uh i've i love uh david straitharn uh who plays the uh the like league runner um oh yeah his name uh but he has his cute little glasses he's great uh ira lowenstein which we will also get to uh, the thing that they do at the end of the movie but uh perhaps we should just talk about the movie because i can't i feel like i want to talk about the movie um where should we begin with the league of their own uh what's the headline coming out of a league of their own I think that the
1: it, – it's basically, yes, it's a baseball movie, but for me, I just see it so much as a movie about sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a younger sister myself, and I just – it's such a complex relationship between two sisters especially when there's a competition between them and I think that this really drives the story in a way Dottie would never be there in this league if it wasn't for Kit being um so passionate about getting out of their small town and Dottie was like okay you know if the only way you'll get there is if I go then I'll do it for you so I kind of feel like it's a headline of the movie but also it's kind of our driving force of how we get to where we go with a league of their own
0: i would totally agree i mean it's like uh not only is it like the inciting incident is basically that like um uh it's kit who gets dotty to go but then so much of like the actual um story there's almost like two things happening which is like the really interpersonal um dynamic between dotty and kit uh and some of the other people on the you know dottie's relationship with uh with jimmy as well um and and that all like has a path well there's also this like the like much bigger thing of like sh- you know whether the league is going to continue running um um but i think like fundamentally the like almost like heart of the movie for me is certainly in like dottie and kit's relationship i mean it's the first the first time you meet them right it's, um you have this um versus like one of your the quotes of the movie, um, which is where she's like, you know, you gotta lay off the high ones. It's like, but I like the high ones. Uh no. and then they call each other, Yeah. Uh it's so great. Uh I like um for me I do have this relationship with my brother sometimes where he I think sometimes he's like just actually intellectually smarter than me and will say things and i want him to not be right all the time and yet he like i'm like god that's so annoying that you're you're right all the time like that's totally right you're you're right um and i could feel that with with uh with kit being like yeah i i, I like that i'm actually really good at hitting the high ones even though i mean i guess <laughs> at the end she, she is but yeah
2: yeah at the when i was watching this last night like the first thing that came to my mind was like, this is a sister movie. This is such a sister movie. And it starts off like with the sister storyline. Then we get a bunch of like, this is the league. This is how it goes. And then towards the end, it's again to to the sister relationship. And it just, I remember watching it. And this was like the first time as an older sister, I realized like how my impact could be on my younger sister. Like when Kit says, if you're here, I'm not here you know, I was like, oh, well, what is happening to like here in my house with my sister? And like, you know, I was like, are you okay? (laughs) Let's just like have a little chat. Like, I'm not asking to be like kicked out of the league or anything. I just need to know. Um, So I think it really holds true to the sister dynamic throughout the whole time. And like the, the whole reunion at the end is a big, you know, a big moment. And even at the very beginning Like old Dottie telling um, her grandchildren, you know, you're the older brother. Anything you have to do um, is to, you know, protect your younger brother. But then telling the younger brother, like, hey, go ahead and like give them hell on the court is always the sibling relationship is there throughout the whole thing. And also, this is directed by Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall's in it. And so we have like a sibling dynamic in the creation of the movie as well. So that's really interesting. I think it's part of it.
1: I I actually this reminds me of kind of a point that I want to bring up and it's something that Grace and I have discussed before. Do you think when at the end of the movie I'm really jumping here but it's the right time to talk about it when Dottie drops the ball. Do you think that she did this on purpose? Because I never thought about it before until the last time I watched this movie a year ago. And I think that she dropped the ball on purpose so that Kit could have the win. It's always about Dottie. And I think that this was finally the time where in her mind, she was like, let my younger sister have the win. This is more important to her. And that scene that you spoke about Marissa, where she tells, um, her older grandson to go easy on her younger grandson because you're the older brother like it's your job to take care of him it it really reinforces to me that this was an intentional decision in my mind for her to drop the ball because as an older sibling you do have an obligation to in a way take care and protect your younger sibling it stinks i'm an older sibling <laughs> i hate it i hate that this is the role that i have to play but you there are sacrifices to be made uh as an older sibling i know that younger siblings and middle siblings uh you might disagree especially i know this is all stereotypical
0: but um well, i don't I, I remember what i said a year ago but as the like I do have a, I do, I am both, like, an older and a younger sibling, but my, like, close relationship is with my oldest sibling, who are, like, I could imagine us like, us in this situation, and I absolutely don't want it to be true that my brother would drop the ball. I, I also think my brother would probably drop the ball. Uh, So I think you're probably right, and yet I'm, like, I don't want it to be for Kit. I don't want it, I don't want her to have won because Dottie dropped the ball.
1: I know, I never want that to be the case, but I can't watch this movie with. Out, like realizing that this has to be in a way the truth because I just think it just speaks to once again Dottie only joined the league so that Kit could be in the league like you know this was always more important to Kit for Kit to get out and ultimately like Kit had the bigger baseball career yeah,
2: yeah. I think like uh I I am on team she did on purpose I, I think I that's been how I've seen it for a very long time. That could be just again, older sibling reading in that situation. But I think like from from a player perspective, from Dottie's perspective, the team made it there without her. So she can Correct. kind of feel like, hey, you know, they're gonna make it here again. Like they're still time and they, at this point the league had been you know um built up enough that there there was security that there would be another season there was all of this thing so I think some of that helped in that if that was her decision. I guess this is like um what's that movie Lost in Translation where Scarlett Johansson like whispers into Bill Murray's ears like what did you say? It's like we have to ask Gina Davis like did she actually drop the ball oh, on purpose so or something like actually, that? Actually
1: there are articles about it. Uh and i think that gina davis was a little cheeky about the whole situation uh, well of course
0: yeah <laughs> i mean it even said the way it is our, over the years fans and cast members have been divided over whether Dottie dropped the ball on purpose yeah well i mean and that's what's great about the movie is like you could you could take it or leave it i agree i think it's like brilliant uh, uh and i never really like thought about it that although yeah um until last year we were talking about it that like um whether it's an on-purpose thing or not. And I think because the movie is so much about sisterhood, I think ultimately it's it's almost better if she does drop it on purpose. I think from like my reading of the movie, like all, this, all the reasons why you're explaining why she does do it, that if she like doesn't do it on purpose, she just drops the ball. I'm not sure there's as much like narrative juice there, um, right? Because like, I mean, other than I guess Kit's thing is a little bit like... That uh, her sister's always been better. And that moment may- perhaps robs her of, of finally having a moment where she is just better um, than her sister. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, Donnie would know. never admit it. So it's
1: always going to be, it's really about what Kit's truth is. Kit's truth is that in that moment, she won for her oh, team. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she, that was her moment. And then she, you know, got to do the signatures after the game and she was the star. So that's her truth. And that's what matters at the end of the day.
2: And we have to remember Dottie too. um, Yes, she was playing in the league because of her sister, but the reason why she could do that is because her husband was in the war. And if she, if, if Bill or if Bob was at home, she would not have gone regardless of what Kit wanted to do. So there's also that at play in terms of Dottie's decisions whether they be overtly or not in in the movie, but the whole reason she's there, the whole reason she could be there, in her mind, because she like the second Bob shows back up, she's like, I gotta go home. It's time to go. Oh. It's and that's time so, to go.
1: I it's so frustrating when she does that because you're just thinking you just have the playoffs and the World Series yeah, left. Yeah, she's like, so close. Yeah, what's it to you for the rest of the season? The
2: day before was the trade of her sister. I was like all of that hullabaloo for not for and then you're just gonna be like okay bye i gotta it's got imagining the, bob
0: track, yeah the bob thing is very annoying that she's like okay i'm gonna go and uh, like i know like um you know i do love the scene when she, the, uh he's like Alice, you gotta tell me like if she's like if she doesn't have her stuff today, you gotta let me know. And it's just like Gina Davis pops up. Like, I love it. I really love Gina Davis in this movie. I also love Lori Petty as kid. Yes. I mean, again, I keep talking about how like I just think like all the performances in this movie are so good. Um, but I think like with Gina, although there are things about her character, like the 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 thing about Bob is to me quite annoying that she'd be like willing to leave so close to the end of the season. But the whole time I'm still like, I still I just really want Dottie to, like, be at the game more than I'm, like, upset with Dottie in a way. Even the the trade, I think it's, like, a very gut-wrenching scene that's, like, realizing that um, I would feel you would feel bad, right? If you're, like, uh, I'm going to quit, it's like, no, yeah. we'll make it work, and then your sister gets traded off the team. Uh, that's, like, brutal. Oh, that's a uh, brutal tactic. Maybe the worst thing that, um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Ira, Ira. does, uh, and the whole thing is getting... Kit traded um but i just think like gina davis and lori petty are like phenomenal um in this movie they play off each other well uh they're both like unique i don't know they're just really tremendous
2: yeah laurie petty will always be from girls play baseball in my mind like that's her <laughs> her movie is league of their own and i mean no i know she's also Teen girl and i know she's also on station 11 and she has many other accomplished performances but orange is the new black yeah uh, yeah we break Ex- right.
1: yep. excuse yeah. me
2: patty Manny's the level
1: oh, of respect yes, that both yeah, of you sorry, have displayed today tempo. yes sorry.
2: Way to represent the nineties, though, Sarah. Good job.
1: <laughs> I know I'm still just holding on to yeah. Doug from the 90s. It's really pathetic.
0: It's not. I love Doug. No. I love the 90s, Doug. I hear they teach you a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, an, an adequate amount, really. <laughs>
0: could probably what a sell job more. for your pot.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lori, Lori Petty is great. And I think that. I think that you do want to root for Kit. Like she might be the younger annoying sibling in some ways, but also she's the underdog. You want Kit to get into the league. You want Kit to you know pitch really well and not get taken out. Uh and she's also she's so scrappy and I think it, she's easy to root for. And so is Dottie, of course, but um, it, it was always such like a such a sour point where these two kind of just got in the way of each other. And yeah. I mean, in that one scene where Kit wasn't pitching well that day, I think that if anybody else told Kit that she had to leave the game because of she just wasn't doing her job that day, that happens all the time in baseball. I would assume. Well, I know it does, but yeah. Uh, I don't think it would be as personal as it was her sister saying, like, yeah, you're out of the game.
0: She said you could have stuck up for me today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's at one point where she says you could have backed me up instead of uh, pulling me back. And, mm. you know, and I think what's really interesting is just like you go through this whole movie and you're like, oh, look at the sisters. They're so good. And it's all this built up resentment from Kit that kind of just ends up coming out. And um, it just speaks to, you know, how sometimes we have to tell people things before it gets a little, you know, yeah. a little too much. But I totally get it from from Kit's perspective.
1: Well, it's the littlest things, too. It makes me think of when they were in etiquette class where <laughs> the uh, the teacher said basically said that Dottie was prettier. And if you look at Kit's face when she said that, like her world just breaks that moment because she got the compliment first, right? But mm-hmm. of course, her sister has to one up her and get the bigger compliment. And she's like the littlest things. And when you have a, a sibling that's the golden child every single micro interaction you have is like hurts more and more and more because you're continually continuing to compare yourself to her or to your sibling. And it, it sucks. It really does. But that's just the fact about sibling relationships so complex
0: it cuts deeper right this like the the, that thing of like pulling her from the game because it feels like it's you know there's something to like if somebody is just the manager of the team to say like no she has to come out versus like no it's my my own sister um
2: well and i I think that jimmy knew what i was doing in that situation too i think there's like some exploitation of that um of that relationship in that call which of course jimmy is a whole other topic in terms of Mm -hmm. (laughs) his management style management uh, realization that he's having a job (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: a horrible mess it's it's i mean tom hanks is maybe the love of my life but more importantly he is such a good actor and he can really play a big jerk easily he in a lot of movies that he's in he can be a big jerk But once again, I think this movie does a really good job of, you know, endearing you to Jimmy over time. Uh, But yeah, for the majority of the movie, he is not a good manager. He's not a good coach. He's barely there. Um, And it's it's really Dottie who's running the team.
0: I feel like it's, it's a really interesting point in his career that he takes on the show. Mm-hmm. Are there, are there, I don't know if there's anything that I love more than like uh Tom Hanks yelling. Like mm-hmm. just like the way he, like, like the way his voice maneuvers to like yell is so good. Even though like there's no crying in baseball line, like the first time, it's just like the way he says like, baseball i can't even do it but it's so good um but it's a really interesting point he's 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 had some like successes he's like been in splash and big um uh turner and hooch is a couple of years before Mm -hmm. he takes this one which i think we're like it's really interesting i think when we watched this movie last year so we were talking about um that i i so it looks like in the TV show not to like beer back into the TV show, but that Nick Offerman's going to play this yeah. sort of, um, you know, the role of not Jimmy Dugan, but Jimmy Dugan like character as-, as character. And I think that like, again, if the idea of like if they remade the movie today and like recast everybody, I think Jimmy Dugan is written a fair amount differently. Um, in terms of, I don't know if like, uh, it, that's the way it was back then, like works. Um, you know, because he's he's I mean, the first scene we see him, uh, when he comes in the locker room, the first time they meet him, he like he rips up somebody's like souvenir that they want uh signed. Uh he's like he's he's like awful and disgusting and like not a good dude. And yet he's like redeemed, I guess, by the end of the the movie well, to degree two, I don't know if we all agree with that. Uh but yeah. I think it's important to – so
2: this is not a justification, but it's a context in terms of baseball and masculinity. So like Jimmy Dugan – had like a huge career, had an injury and then is offered like a management position. he's like, Oh, this is great. But then he has to hang out with a bunch of girls and he says like ball players, I've got girls, girls I want to sleep with after the game, not coach. Like he's not even in this mentality. And the thing is is that baseball and masculinity have been tied together for such a long time. Like you throw like a girl is something that people can hear from time to time. And even, um, you know they used to say baseball separates the men from the boys. So something about standing over a plate and hitting a, <laughs> hitting a ball with a mm-hmm. stick is the picture of masculinity that and like the boys' club and all of that. So like, I totally don't like his behavior, but I think it's appropriate for the time and the scene, given the context
0: of everything that's there. Does that? No, like, I I'm- know what you say, but I also I also wonder how much like like when they're gonna they're gonna build this Nick Offerman character. Um I also feel like his alcoholism is like it's not treated I mean that first scene it definitely yeah. is treated as a joke, but also um it's not really explored in any real way in terms of like as soon as he just like okay commits to like doing the job, then he's like kind of no longer an alcoholic. Yeah. Um uh so I'm you know uh I I just think there's like some stuff in this film that like again I I love this film. I'm like not trying to like um poo-poo it but like i think that um i'm interested to see how they build the sort of like coach who doesn't want to coach the women um in 2022 as opposed to
2: 1992 yeah agreed well also in in the movie's instance jimmy didn't qualify for the draft either because of his injury so it's Mm -hmm. like i can't play baseball i can't go to war and now i am managing girls like from a from a male masculinity lens right. that could be so like in 2022 in that time period there might be similar things of like not being able to provide for your family or um still the war thing could come into play
0: yeah we're we're uh i mean i if- uh talked about this uh yeah but the show is basically an adaptation and so uh this is like not a sequel it seems that it will be um although i I think i did see that's like uh, at least some of the cast uh not that they're gonna play (laughs) the same characters they play but they might appear as cameos but basically the idea that like it's sort of a reset on on this time period they're gonna you know um and so Certainly, they'll still be in 1943, right? So uh, what that looks like for like a, that Nick Offerman character, I think, will be interesting.
2: Also, having Nick Offerman play is pretty cool because he's also from Illinois. And then there's Ooh. also Rockford. So big up for Illinois on this pod. Yeah, the yeah. Nick
1: Offerman headline is pretty new for me. I didn't realize that, that he was going to be in this. I'm really excited for him. The thing is that Nick Offerman plays Nick Offerman in most of what he does so i'm just expecting nick offerman to play himself well
0: i think the degree that it's a little bit like although as i was saying like in terms of where this movie ends up in tom hanks's career it's like fairly early um this is like pre-philadelphia pre-forrest gump uh, pre castaway pre-apollo 13 pre-saving private ryan like it's before his like big big stuff
1: and it's around the same time as his big three rom-coms it so is. joe and the volcano um sleep a- volcano. in seattle and yeah. you've got mail it's like yeah. kind of sandwiched in between there
0: yeah it's after joe versus the volcano but before the other uh right two. so it's a really you know in terms of like him kind of coming in and being like uh um a hateable guy, I guess to an extent in You've Got Mail. I guess he kind of uh you, oh, if you cannot tell well. Jessica yeah.
1: Sterling that he is not the most hateable <laughs> creature in the universe and You've
0: Got Mail. He's I'm very He plays I'm, like a redeemable jerk a lot of the times, right? That's like yes, yeah.
1: I think that's kind of his specialty, and I think that maybe parts of why you start to forgive Jimmy or like Jimmy is because you just really like Tom Hanks, at least in my I think that I have, uh, I have like rose-colored glasses when it comes to Tom Hanks. Uh, So that's here's my take:
0: Woody's kind of a jerk.
1: Woody is kind of a jerk.
0: One hundred percent, big old jerk to butt. yeah, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's it's like, don't come in my arena, sir. This is my (laughs) toy box, and you
2: can step out, please. Well, and I think that's what's happening here. He's like, he's like, don't come, don't like. Don't come in my arena. Baseball's for men, not for women. Can yeah. so we talk
0: about the to me one of the funniest scenes from this movie which is um when he which is where he's sort of like when he sees that dottie is running the team uh and it annoys him right even though he has had no interest in doing so and so he gets up and he starts uh doing the the hand signs the baseball signs and him and dottie and so you have marla like stepping in and out of the box oh he's getting the different hand signs yes. them each just like doing it essentially at the same time it's one of the funniest things i've ever yeah
1: seen. i call it yeah. the marla shuffle i love marla's oh. This little so shuffle good. back and forth out of just like confusion of what she can possibly who should she follow yeah that's a great moment I think that no crying in baseball that's for me as like a sensitive kid that was always crying in every opportunity that she got that always stuck with me I think that he does have a lot of funny moments the and then the the, the second time when he is speaking to um the, Evelyn. Evelyn and oh, he's yeah. literally shaking in <laughs> anger but trying so hard to not make her just ball her eyes out uh it's also really be
2: a like, practice in the off season it's <laughs> also like made super great by her reaction in that scene too because she's like thank you Mr. Dugan <laughs> okay thanks
0: it is pretty good I mean the uh I mean obviously this cast is like super I feel like um to a degree is like uh what would be like top heavy, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. t- although it's like, you know, uh, in terms of you talked to, but I think like uh, I don't know many of the other women who are there, but they're all pretty great. They're all great actors. Oh. I just are, like
2: We, we yeah. did mention Marla for a moment. I do yeah, want to mention two other yeah. Marla moments. Marla in Beauty and Charm School is she me does. in Beauty and Charm School. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Marla, yes, I can't, I cannot do any of that. And then um, also, Marla getting drunk at the bar and singing to Nelson is oh, also yeah. one of my favorite times. And the fact that she has a wedding with baseball bats over yeah. her instead of swords, which I guess is, you know, not a thing people would do it these days, but baseball bats totally.
1: Yeah. I understand that, especially in that time a lot of these women feel like their obligation is to be a wife and a a mother but Mm -hmm. once again just like the fact that Marla decided to get married and leave leave the league for at least that season before she made it to the um, playoffs in the World Series that always frustrated me because she's like the best hitter and she has like such a great arm and i was always so frustrated by that it's like marla can you just get married like in the winter it's okay
0: (laughs) there was a war on sarah a war that's true do you think nelson was about to be conscripted um i see one of the things in this movie i really like um is marla and uh, her her father he probably like could Mm. seem like a little like uh you know, dad coach, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, they're like doing practice and the thing, but I, I feel like how much like confidence he has in his daughter. Um, uh, I, I like it. Uh, I feel like we don't, um, you know, we don't really know Dottie or Kit's uh, parent. I think we see some of uh, Doris's uh, Doris's father. Doris's yeah. dad is at the, the one of the games, but, uh, I love the relationship with like Marla and her dad, um, in terms of like, he's so supportive. He's so You know? And like, that's the other, the other one that like, I think, you know, if we're talking about like whether it holds up or not to an extent the like Marla's ugly, like it's like, OK, yeah, you know, yeah. you can ring that. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think like to the point of like her comedic chops in the in that like beauty school scene is like great, but it's a little like, you know, they often just like put a camera at her. I guess she like is very purposely trying to make like a kind of a weird face or whatever. But like, yeah, uh, but her dad's so supportive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good point about how they how they focus on her in that scene i just related in terms of i am very not prim and proper
0: when it comes to i think she's charming mean, beauty is cool No, i'm with you i think she's like very it's like some of these things were like uh you know i watch i, I love comedy i love watching okay sometimes like i watch old comedy that i'm like you know i'm a i'm a monty python fan and so i'm like yeah it's like you know all these like men in dresses stuff i'm like i get that it's like i can see why it's funny and also like but it's like you're punching down instead yeah. Of yeah.
1: yeah yeah but yeah. i i also want to point out that it was never the women who were going after marla for her looks they never right. ostracized her they never were like marla you need a makeover um Agreed. but it was always the men and the always in the situations it made the men look bad and not marla and not the women and um i, I especially like when Dottie and kit literally put their bags down and said if you're not going to take her off the basis that of what she looks like then we're not going either and i think that it's kind of great that the women were always supporting marla they were they had their her back when uh she was at the bar singing they were super supportive when she got married so um i just like how it was like women building up yeah, marla and other women i think that like that?
0: it feels like a penny marshall you know like i feel like this movie yeah. directed by not a woman i think is it could feel a little bit like different than it did
2: i think we also see that in um the relationship that i don't remember her name because she's madonna um madonna may. May. may oh yeah all the way may, the way may which is yeah. a whole other thing we should talk about but um how may teaches the other player how to read like yeah. it's not like you know, we look down on you or anything like that. It's okay. Let's help you. Thank I her. love the
0: scene when the, when the girl yeah. can't read her name on the thing and they, yeah. and like, and boy, it like gets me. And I'm like, uh, like, I've watched this movie so many times. You have so like, but what if she gets cut? What if her name is not on the list? What <laughs> is she on the cut list? Uh, and then I love that uh, May is, te- is reading her, uh, teaching her how to read like erotica. <laughs> yeah. Like money
1: books. It's yeah. so good. And yeah. once again, the women, when she got on the team, everybody was clapping for her. They were yes. super happy and super supportive. And that's, it's, it's such a feel good movie, right? It makes you feel good because everyone's rooting for each other. And yeah, this, the Smutty Books is like so, so funny, such a good moment. Um, and I, I love that too. And I love Madonna. I think she is So iconic. And I really love her in this movie because it's something different. I mean, that's what the great thing about Madonna is is that she's always changing. She's always playing a different character. She was in a way like one of the, the first people who can always change her look in their different eras. And this is kind of a different version of Madonna that we've seen before. And I I love her in this part, and I love her friendship with Rosie's character Doris as well.
0: That's what I was going to say. Is I I love um, Madonna as May. I love Rosie Donald's Doris. I think there's something that works so well in terms of their like friendship. Um, there's a Sorry, yeah, go ahead, Marson. It's their real friendship that's showing through. Right. Like I think right. that's what we're seeing right um there's like a moment where may is getting her picture taken and then doris comes up and like puts her head on her shirt and she's like best player in the league and she's like good thanks you know and they're just like they're just so like casually friends i love it i love it so much
2: yeah they're kind of like the Abbott and costello or burton ernie type of character for
0: this uh for this movie yes i totally uh agree um Yeah, uh, maybe we'll take a quick commercial break. We come back, we'll chat through more of the movie and perhaps our thoughts and expectations about the TV show. Okay, we are back. I think one thing we haven't really talked about we've sort of like, around it to a degree um but the premise of this movie the thing i said is sort of like the looming threat of the movie uh which is that the war is happening um and therefore necessitates uh, essentially uh the creation of the league um but very early on i mean one part very early on is that like women aren't uh selling as many tickets uh as normal which uh, you know the movie seems to like imply it's mostly Dottie who like st- you know invigorates the league yeah. Um uh, but you know whatever and then the idea at the end of the season that like well even though it's a success um the boys are going to come back the war is going well we don't need this league the men's league they won't miss a season so we'll be all fine um and it's very funny for me that like uh it feels very 1992 of this movie to have uh ira lowenstein basically like completely like it's a product it's a product you know it's essentially like capitalism is like you know women can sell tickets too which is like so funny as like the moral of the story which like it's so funny as sometimes as we have like that is objectively true and women should get to play baseball professional baseball as well but like he has to sell it as like but they're a product they're a successful product that we could sell money we can make money off of this uh is very funny but that's like you know this big overarching thing of the movie
2: yeah. And I think um, the product that's being sold is something we should talk about. Like they're not selling necessarily baseball because if when they were selling just baseball, they weren't getting the tickets that they needed. Yep. It wasn't until yeah. Dottie did the splits and caught a ball. It wasn't until they even like in real life, they shortened the skirts on the um, on the uniforms
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, to to help sell more tickets. I don't know how you could slide in these things. To begin with, like, well, the, you know. they have shorts underneath, yeah, but still, like, yeah, I like, like, yeah. like, my yeah. sister was playing softball with a pad, and like, I know things for
1: sliding, Marissa. How, in comparison, how did the movie make the skirts shorter than it was in real life, or is that really the they were that's okay? Yeah. I will say, I, I will say it, like, n- probably not baseball appropriate. But the the outfits are really cute. I'm sorry, they are. No, yeah. they
2: are. They still yes. sell. Like you can go to Rockford, Illinois, and people will be walking around in Rockford <laughs> Peaches so uniforms. They're it's still so they're still very popular. Um,
1: but I think you're right. Like I think that it was really the showmanship. It, it was sex that sells, but it's really like the showmanship as well because. They – the girls, like, had their own little bits throughout. And then – so they came for the showmanship, but they stayed for
2: the good baseball. Well, right. And I think it's also just, like – this could be me getting too commentary, but this is a podcast, so I guess that's what I'm here to do. Uh, So, like, women can't just be – Women just can't be. So, like, there's mm-hmm. this one intro um reel where it's like, She's a first baseman and she makes great coffee. She's the first right. baseman and she sews this thing. So, like, they can't just play baseball. They have to play baseball and do the splits and do a cartwheel and do these things. There's just that like extra thing that women had to do to to be taken seriously, even though they were incredibly skilled ball players.
0: I also wonder with the TV show, because I feel like to to a degree, League of Their Own is a a pretty family-friendly movie, um, I I think. Uh, And I wonder how much, you know, you certainly have people like taunting the women, um, but I also will be intrigued to see how, because I think that's probably like, to, to say that the like taunting that they get was probably tamer than what they actually got, I think is probably true. And I wonder if the Amazon prime show in the, in the essence of like, I think trying to be um, nothing. I don't think the movie does a badge. I think the movie certainly tells the story of like women's empowerment um, and how women are viewed. And I think, you know, but I'm, I'm wondering how much the show might push that a, a little bit uh, to, to a degree um, in terms of like what it was like, like the drastic difference between being, um, like a, a a woman baseball player versus uh, a man's a men's baseball player.
2: Well, you can tell a different story in twenty twenty two. You can tell yeah. you you have society has seen different things on screen between now and then. So, right. I'm excited to see where they take them. But even like even having a character, I think um, by having all the way May is was like the movie's way of kind of and May's character as a whole was their way of kind of addressing, like it was very narrow in
0: how that was portrayed. Well, you even have um, when they're being introduced, it's one of the first scenes when they're um, I think before, after their first game and they're. it's this one of like, yeah, she's a third baseball player and a great cook or whatever. There's a, uh, with they do Dottie and then they do Kit and it says and she's single, uh, hmm. which is like a wild that that would be. Uh, imagine watching any male sport where it's like this is Mike Trout and he's Now that he's single. I know, he's okay. too, but like yeah.
1: I have to be honest. Yes. Whenever I go to baseball games,
0: you do check if they're da- if they're single. every
1: single time, <laughs> right. every single time. they the because the, now they have all those like really fun intro videos where they're like spinning in front of fire and I'm like. Huh? No like he looks pretty cute let me see who sure is he married i do that every single time and it would save me time if you the do intro that video okay
0: if the intro video did it yeah
1: if the yeah. intro videos yeah. were like hi i'm spinning in fire and also i'm single and then i don't have to google yeah. it now
0: stepping up to the plate third baseman jim smith single <laughs> <laughs> It would, just, I, uh, <laughs> it would be confusing because that's actually uh, his dating status and not his last step. <laughs> I yeah, I was yeah.
1: Gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might be a little confusing. It might be like sure. a little, you know, objectifying men. But I will say it would save me a little bit of time on the Google. It's fair
2: enough. <laughs> it's totally. But fair. What else you can provide, sir?
1: My version <laughs> of playing baseball or watching baseball is very different than probably uh, most people.
0: Yeah, notoriously, uh, uh, George Costanza went to the Yankees and and uh, suggested cotton uniforms. But you said you're, so you're going to go to the Yankees and suggest. Can we get the relationship status just like somewhere <laughs> on the bar? You For know, I know really you have batting Yankees average. And...
1: Days. I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh it always always helpful if they say and his wife is in this you know is in the building. yeah you know that's helpful. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Know.
1: and then i stay away
0: cross it off yeah um uh i one thing i like about this uh movie that i think works really well and it makes me like it makes me like so i don't know i just love this movie so much but i do i do think the like uh the like flash forward at the end uh yeah. like at the beginning of like it's older dotty and then at the end when it's like older the only thing it's like i thought was kind of is like uh the only person they trusted to be an old in in makeup <laughs> Was Gina Davis? Nobody else was allowed to be to to both play their younger and older <laughs> selves. She's the only one allowed to do that ever. Even Kitty, who I thought that they might see, there's a, everybody else is concerned. Uh, the alarm uh, They couldn't have put Kitty. Uh, they couldn't have put Lori Petty in in uh, in, in makeup. I, yeah, I don't know why.
2: I was like sitting there going, is Gina Davis that old now? Like, can, should we compare, like, Uh, how does Gina Davis look? She probably looks like way better in real life than she did in this 1992 movie. There's
0: a TikTok I'm seeing that was doing recently, like, uh, what, like, uh, taking older pictures of celebrities and and using AI stuff that we have Uh, now in terms of aging them and seeing how close it is. And sometimes it's like, actually not bad. Sometimes it's like way bad. It's way (laughs) awful. Um, But yeah. Uh, how old is gina davis let's see i'm always she looks so good she does yeah she's 66 now she's really
1: young i really feel that i got duped that this was many a moons ago but it's really really not she's so classy she's six foot tall good for her yeah i i just think it's so funny that uh older kit Uh, looks more like Lori Petty than (laughs) Lori Petty does today. I'm always so amazed by it. Like the casting was like brilliant, but I mean, Lori Petty is an icon, but she does not look like older Lori Petty.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I think I think so much of the casting is actually really well done. Of like the the um, the 1988 ver- versions of the women, it's actually like pretty good. Uh, I feel like once you get like past the main cast, though, I love that they just have Gina Davis being like, "Oh, Evelyn," like, <laughs> 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 "Oh, Alice," <laughs> like, "Oh, it's like it helps. It
1: helps. It's just like we have to list every single one." I think like uh, you know Marla's was the easiest because then she did the silly Marla face. Uh, just like Marla did, I was like, Oh yeah, I know that's definitely Marla.
2: Well, and having me and Doris together, like yes. you can figure out who's who.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I I don't uh I I don't think I think we're I think we need like another ten I think actually maybe twenty years before we can see what Gina Davis would. Uh No, we need fifteen more years until we we can compare. I think if I'm doing the math correctly, yeah. Um, it's I'll only been you. the difference between the movie, like 1943, and then th- is like 45 years, and the m- difference in the movie. It's this is uh the 30th anniversary of the movie, so we need 15 more years to really see. Oh my Gina god! Davis, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah
1: yeah they just celebrated their 30th anniversary of the league of their own which is amazing it's spectacular all in all grace like do you think that this movie lasted
0: the test of time um i i think what i was what i was saying at the beginning was i love that i love everything that's in this movie um the the thing that i think is is hard. And the reason why it probably doesn't, it's like, it, it, it maybe doesn't hold up is by omission, which is, is probably a good segue into talking about what our, you know, um, thoughts are about, you know, what we're expecting from this TV show, because I think it feels like the TV show is there, they have an acknowledgement that like, um, yeah, sexuality, race, um, are things that like, we're, just as front of my, just as things just as much things that were important to these um the people who played in this in this league um uh as being a woman um uh, and so i think that um those are things that are like are, are omitted from the movie that i would expect you know as we know there were queer women who played in in the all american girls professional baseball league um and so the show seems like it's going to venture there and it's the only thing i feel like the movie, it feels, I think if I look back at this movie when I'm watching it, it feels glossy to a degree that makes sense from a Hollywood movie. And so I still love it. I'll watch this many more times. Um But I think like it's tricky in terms of like, does it hold up? I don't know what you think, Brissa. I just, I think when
2: I watch this movie, I now have to watch it with the fact and understanding that it was made in 1992. Like, it's not one that I could be like, let's just jump right into the story. But it, for what it was in 1992, this is a very progressive film. There are mm-hmm. very few men in this movie. And at that time, that was not something that was that was done. It was directed by a woman. It was casted by mostly
0: women. you talk so, about the Bechdel test, Mercy. Yeah, the, yeah, you know, it, yeah, yeah. So the Bechtel test,
2: okay, this is the Bechtel test.
0: It's such it's a low so, bar, lowest yeah. of course. I love does it. Does it
2: have at least two women in it? Check. Check. Who talk to each other? Check. Check. About something besides a man? Check. Check. But it does that so like so many times throughout the movie. So one of the things that I appreciate watching it now in 2022 is the fact that this was a movie that could get made in 1992 given the fact that in 1992 uh we had a presidential white house scandal where there was also conversations about what women should and shouldn't do not that those conversations aren't still continuing now and i think it is really interesting given the current uh landscape with roe versus wade uh that that is now we're now getting another league of their own movie and i'm interested to see Hmm. how that lands in in the cultural landscape but um this is like just like knowing that something like this could be made in 1992 is what i take away from this movie, besides the feel good, besides the sisters, besides everything, there are yeah, there are some things. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, not so much. Like even um, even there's a point when Jimmy says, if it wasn't hard, uh, like we don't quit. Like when he, when Dor- uh, Dottie wants to quit, yeah, he's like. It's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. It's the hard that makes it great. And I'm just like, I really hope we've outgrown that mentality because that's what leads to like burnout and stress and all of those things too. We haven't
0: really talked about John Levitz, but John Levitz is a little bit gross in this movie. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And uh and Tom Hanks when uh he's asleep in the bus and uh yes. the like manager goes to like wake him up and they kiss and then he's like gross, like it's like oh, right, all right. but you know he also like kisses her with that you know. Uh I don't know, what about you, uh, Sarah? Yeah, what about you?
1: Um, I mean, overall I think that I I think that this is a beloved movie and a lot of the times I am thinking like, Oh, is it nostalgia goggles is Mm. the fact that I've been watching this movie since I was a child. Why I love it so much. But I think that anybody that has an appreciation for the sport of baseball and the history that comes with it, I think could enjoy the movie. I am looking forward for the series For more, I think that Grace is right. It's like, you know, we we want it's not that I want to take away from the movie. It's more so I want to add to the movie. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing women of color. I'm really looking forward to exploring. I mean, the real life sexuality of these women. I think that all of this is going to be extremely interesting and endearing. Um, I'm really enthusiastic about the cast as well I think that it's going to be really fun and for me personally I I number one I'm going into this like pretty blind I haven't even seen the trailer to be honest with you is there a trailer I'm assuming yeah. there is yeah, yeah haven't seen it I'm going to uh-huh. go into it a little bit blind because I want to. know go in it with my own thoughts and opinions and be surprised and excited about it and i'm really looking forward to it i like that it's a total refresh of the story i think that it can i'm i'm really i'm optimistic that this is going to be an enjoyable watch i think that Amazon Prime does a really good job. One of my favorite new shows is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen the latest season, but Mm -hmm. up until the latest season, I can't say more good things about that. And a part of that was the representation of Jewish women. Um, A a show about, uh, you know, a Jewish wife that goes off on her own. Phenomenal never saw yeah. that before on television well a
0: period piece as well period was period yeah, in the
1: yeah the i 40s. think that i think the same audience that watches mrs mazel is probably going to be watching a league of their own and i'm part of that audience so i'm looking forward
0: yeah um i i was nervous when i saw that it's like a reset but i think to the point i'm saying i'm sort of contradicting myself in the sense of like yeah, they didn't totally tell the full story. And so it sounds like what they're gonna try to do is to do that. And and, and by like wiping the slate clean, there's, there's a bit of me that's like, oh, that means like in that world, like there's no Dottie, there's no kit, you no G Dugan. Um, but I think uh I only found this out like within the last day. So uh uh now that I know that I can like go into this with like excitement that like they're gonna build something new, uh they're adapting it, um, which I think can work
2: well and i think it's very like it just got me thinking about how change happens and how things happen like a movie the movie walked so the tv show could run hopefully is like the story that we're telling at the end of of our podcasting journey
0: with the tv show if we could track them down did you know they tried a tv show in 1983 did you know that they tried this oh five of six episodes only ever got made uh they recast davis uh yeah uh, they tried it. Uh, we couldn't handle it. Oh, We only got a movie. Like we can't have movie and TV show too close together. That's, too much. That's too much. In 1993, it was on CBS. It lasts five of the six episodes. Yeah, wow. uh, they recast Jimmy Dugan. They recast. Uh, they recast everybody. Uh, oh, I think yeah. only a few people. Uh, Marla. Uh stays, John Levitt stays, and John uh, Levitz, come on. Gary Marshall stays. Uh that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't he
1: busy with rat race or something? Like, how did he get to stay? I don't know. Money.
0: Money Money. is how he got to stay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Penny Marshall does direct episode. Tom Hanks directs an episode. So I don't know. It'd be worth like but you want to hear some of the plots? This'll be good. Let's go for it. Okay. Uh uh First episode, Dottie's back. Dottie comes back to her team oh. after her husband is called back into service. Wow. Uh, episode two, the See, fat boys of but, summer.
2: Like she can't play, though, without with her husband yeah. around. Anyway, nope. continue.
0: The girls challenge Jimmy's old teammates to a game. Uh, episode three, the monkey's curse. The team gets a chimpanzee as a new mascot. What? What? <laughs> no. Out. I'm out. It episode... jumps the shark by episode two? Episode four. And these are some spoilers. Jimmy and Dottie. Uh, drinking problems is the name of the episode. Jimmy and Dottie go on a date together after Jimmy oh. is dumped and Dottie's husband forgets their anniversary. Uh, episode five, marathon. The t- this is, um, gosh, this is so classic 90s TV. The team gets entered into a dance marathon. <laughs> What is this? And the, and the series finale, which was never aired, is called Shortstop. Jimmy hires a new shortstop based on her looks.
2: Oh.
1: Okay. Well, it's no surprises why this got canceled. After That's five It's episodes. weird,
0: though, because the new show took all of these episode titles. Like, they're just oh. they're redoing these ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. I can't wait for the chimpanzees, the pitcher
2: episode. It's going to be
0: the best. The monkey's paw. <laughs> because sometimes yeah. I'm so gullible. I'm like, really? Like, really? That's the thing that's oh. happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're rebooting the TV show, not the movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else we missed? Is there anything else we should discuss before we, we go? We'll be back soon. We'll be back. We'll yeah. be back.
2: Yeah.
1: Just we a spectacular, you know, we didn't go through every single character, but I think that the movie does a really great job highlighting each and every woman on the team, and I'm excited to seeing that on the show as well.
0: Oh, you know what's like the saddest scene in the movie is when Betty Spaghetti, Spaghetti. yeah, gets like the news that about her better husband. It's like- well,
2: first of all, first of all, I think I can't even like remember. Like he knows that what his job sucks. is. Oh, Can you just like read, that read that the, the note before you enter the room? Like, come on! Oh, I hate guy that is guy. The worst.
0: I also am not a big Stillwell fan. I have to admit. Uh, <laughs> no, first I hate all, that kid. His name is Stillwell. His name is Stillwell. Yeah yeah he only okay. they only get me when he's like what about evelyn he's like ah she passed like fine. Yeah. you can have some sympathy
2: <laughs> um, i hate that kid so bad he's the I, worst I, yeah i do like the one scene though where he's like you're gonna lose you're gonna, but then jimmy's like
0: we're gonna win like he's like the he knows game. that it's
2: gonna happen yeah
0: yeah um all right we will be back uh next week exactly a week from now when uh all uh all of the episodes drop if there's eight episodes um we're gonna watch episode one and record about it and we'll take our time i think we're looking at probably roughly uh two episodes uh, a week although um you know with our many busy schedules um uh hopefully we won't be uh, hopefully that will be uh, we'll be able to get out but uh you know uh Schedule may change um, as, as needed. Um, that is our plan. It all drops. Um, so um, I think we're going to try for the most part to like keep ourselves Unspoiled. I don't think we actually had talked about that uh, internally. So I'm like, <laughs> like asking my co hosts if that's our plan. Sure. Um, if yeah. it is our plan, uh, we would appreciate not being spoiled on the show. Um, if you, uh, there are a few ways you can get in touch with us to provide feedback uh, about the show. If you get all the way uh, through it, there's a few ways uh, you could get your feedback. Uh, if you become a patron of Post Show Recaps, PostureRecaps.com slash Patreon or Patreon.com slash Recaps, um, at any level, you get access to the Discord in which you could chat about the tv show um probably in the television channel or a, a ten dollar level uh there should there will be a league of their own uh specific uh thread um so chat with us in there and you can use spoiler tags and mark what episode you're talking about we can get all your feedback you could also email me grace at post if you could just put in the header um what episodes you're referring to that would be uh great um otherwise just be very you know try to figure out how to mark your your spoiler tags if you're gonna DM us or send us a message um, on Twitter. Just be mindful that we might not have seen the whole thing the day it comes out. Um, Yeah. uh, Marissa, what else do you have to where can people find you?
2: Well, I'm also talking about another TV show called The Bear or here on Postal Recaps with my good friend Latanya. So -hmm. we are talking about Chicago, sandwiches and trauma. So if you are interested in any one of those things, um, join us over there. That coverage will be throughout the month of August. And I just wrapped up Umbrella Academy coverage with uh, Mary Kwiatkowski. So if you have also recently finished binging that show, we have all of the pods for you in the feed. Otherwise, you can find me in the Discord or on Twitter at Mars Bars, M-A-R-Z-B-A-R-S. What about you, Sarah?
1: Yeah. So in terms of post-show recaps, of course, I'm super excited to continue talking about League of Their Own with both of you, but Jessica and I, Jessica Sterling and I are also going to be starting a new rewatch podcast for the new HBO show, Pretty Little Liars, I have one passion in life, well actually two, League of Their Own, but Mm -hmm. also Pretty Little Liars, it ruled my life for a big period of my life, so I'm very excited about that reboot, Uh, should be a bit of a mess, but uh, look out in the feed to see the Pretty Little Liars coverage, Original Sin. Spooky dookie, wow, very spooky. Ooh. Um, I also with Jessica have a podcast. Uh, the aforementioned shit ninety shows taught me. We do a bunch of nineties content, including a Boy Meets World rewatch, a Dawson's Creek rewatch. My first time ever watching Dawson's Creek. Uh, such an adventure as well as <laughs> 90s movies like last year grace and i talked about league of their own if yep. you want to listen to that more coverage of league of their own check that out shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram you can find me at sarah Ferguson.
0: uh here on post show recaps i'm covering blackbird uh the apple tv plus miniseries with Karen egerton uh with ariel uh, also just finished wrapping up uh, the old man uh, with Philly uh, another good miniseries um, as well as what we do in the shadows with Lindsay Wilson um, and then I think the Sandman is the other show that I believe just got announced I'll be covering with Philly uh, as soon as we finish the old man we're gonna jump into the Sandman Um shows with man in them i guess is our brand <laughs> this is uh, a specialty. specialty uh and then of course some weekly movie coverage on Potion recaps theater with ariel this week we covered nope with Latanya, uh and then ariel uh is off for uh just one episode i covered the gray man with austin um so excited about that next week we're gonna be covering marcel the shell with shoes on <gasps> um, which is so cute it's so freaking cute Go see it um over on rob is a podcast covers sports with the off podcast and you can catch me playing dungeons and dragons uh once or twice a week uh over on twitch.tv slash dm philly um yeah we'll be we'll be back uh, in a week's time with our episode one coverage do we have a sign off uh, i always forget to think. lay off sign-off. the high ones lay off the high ones that's good but i like the high ones